Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Welcome to the Mysteries on the Rocks podcast. I'm Masood. Podcast where we talk about... Solving, solving unsolvable crimes and drinking cocktails. Trying to. Trying to drink cocktails or trying to solve crimes? Uh, trying to solve crimes. Trying to solve we crimes. drink a lot of cocktails. We drink cocktails while trying to solve crimes. Successfully, yeah. Yes. This this is my bar. Oh, yeah. With me, as always, is Chris Stokes. So here we are. We're my only customer <laughs> in my bar. How are you doing? Yeah, not bad. Yeah. Not bad. I had, uh, had cornbread for breakfast. You had corn? Yeah. Yeah. Well, things are th- good. Just to line my stomach before I came here and... Uh, and downed a bunch of cocktails. Yes. Mm-mm. Of course. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Do now that think... I've got my tab open, I might as well use it. Uh, you're not putting the cornbread on the tab. That's not... Uh, I'm not no, I had it at home. Your... Okay, good. I'm not paying for your cornbread. Uh, but you are paying for that that drink. Eventually, yeah. Yeah, at some point. Uh, hey, Suze, how are you doing? Hello. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm all right. Thank you. Of course, joining us also is Suze uh, yeah. on the Tinkling the Ivories there. C major. Yeah. <laughs> nice one. You know, if I never pay my tab, how can you afford to pay her? I. He doesn't that's pay That's none of your business. Uh, <laughs> I own the. I know where the money's going. Uh, but it would be great if he did pay your tab. Eventually. Because yeah, then yeah, I yeah, could. I mean, yeah, no, it's a mystery for another day. So when he pays his tab, then you can get paid. You haven't mm. cut me off yet. Well, I, that's because you're a good customer. <laughs> <laughs> who. You're the only one who drinks here. Mm. And also, I tickle your uh, little grey cells. I, br- I bring in these unsolved mysteries. Well, that's true, yes. but that You get just, off on it. Well, a little bit, but you keep telling me you've retired, so what? I don't know whether, you know... I just keep getting dragged back in, I the rocks, yeah. Mystery on the Oh my god, it's TV's Nick Hell. Wait, wait, is he he's still on TV, right? I'm pretty sure. Okay. Well, that's a horrible thing to say. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, not right now. Oh. <laughs> I'm on a, p- a podcast. Yeah, so he is going down in the world. <laughs> <laughs> Slumming it here. We, we're lucky enough to have Nick Helm on our podcast. That the first thing you do is insult I was just, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know. I was just, I should have asked him before yeah, he came I in. Reckon. Really, every I'm, single one of you can go fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I love how he, uh, I love how he's made a bit out of, uh, of being being himself at every single opportunity. That's brilliant. I, like, I love that character that Nick Helm plays. <laughs> I, love, um, I love his persona. He's so grumpy. <laughs> Welcome. What brings you into the the locker room? In? I'm desperate for a drink. Yes. Well. 
much. You're in the right place. Um, I would really... It's a nice bar that you've got here. Well, thank you very much. It's uh, First one to play along. Hey, <laughs> there we go. I love all these microphones that you've got set up. <laughs> yeah, it's for a project that we're working on. Yeah, I know. I like the, I like the bar and I like the... Um, uh, there's no music play. Is it a Weatherspoon? <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't have a license to play music in here. It is a Weatherspoon. Yes, That's why is. there's lots of anti, uh, uh, anti-EU propaganda <laughs> died about. Yeah. A lot of Brexiteers everywhere. That's yeah, nice. It's, That's uh, it's lovely. Which, I mean, it's hard. I mean, yeah, I have to look at it every day, but I, you know, <laughs> I, I put up with it. <laughs> I, I power through. Hmm. Well, then I'll have a drink <laughs> and, uh, and an all-day breakfast, please. <laughs> Coming right up. <laughs> oh, we've been up more than we could chew. <laughs> We're gonna have to go and get him all, all day round. Oh, yeah. No, I'm, 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 I'm not. Are I'm you happy right. with one of those ones out of a tin? Is that okay? Just oh my up? god. <laughs> that, no. Have no. you ever eaten one of those? No, no, no. Yes, I have. What a fried breakfast in a tin. Yeah. One yeah. of those things that is basically like a tin of beans, but with a sausage in it and bits mm-hmm. of bacon. So it's, the isn't sausage. Isn't it called the full monte? There's the full yeah. monte as well. Like that. You get. Um, this is this is the worst thing you get. Yeah. It's beans. It's, yeah. it's like beans and sausages. Tins of beans, beans fine. And sausages. Little sausages, so you get fine. Beans, sausages, mm. black pudding. Oh, oh. egg nuggets. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what do they do? Ah. Describe mm. an egg nugget like breadcrumbs. Oh. I hate oh. eggs anyway, right. so this okay. just makes me gag. Just thinking about <laughs> it. But the phrase egg nugget. Oh, oh. they nugget. should never be that close together. It sounds like, it sounds like a uh, slang for uh, uh, um, like. A, a symptom of an illness. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Oh, my egg the... nuggets are giving me shit. Oh, yeah. do you know what I mean? Like, um, oh yeah. Um, yeah. Have, have, have you given me my drink yet? Uh, yes, here it is. <sighs> what is it, Masood? What are we drink? This is an old fashioned, a classic Ooh, old fashioned, like Don oh. Draper. Ah uh, yes, Donny Drapes. It's the uh, only old fashioned. This is not a slight because I know you know more about cocktail making than I do. Yes, this is the only old fashioned I've ever had that looks like Iron Brew. Ah, mm-hmm. is there a reason for that? That this is? Have you done something slightly different from? Uh, from no. No, it might have been that the uh, ice has melted in some of the things, so it's like there's more liquid, so it right. looks like there's more. But it's, uh, no, it should. It, oh, well, there's quite. It a, tastes lovely. So there's, yeah. I maybe have put one or two extra drops of bitters in there. It tastes, probably why it's, it tastes like an old fashioned. Oh, I would that, say, though, it's daylight. It's oh, that might be it, yeah. And I've never had an ah. old, old fashioned in the day. I don't have cocktails in the day. When I do have a cocktail in the daytime, I'm like, oh, this is what this looks like. Oh, delicious. <laughs> Oh, this daiquiri is supposed to be light green. Mm. It's like when you have a kebab when you're sober. Yes. Oh. And you go, oh. What? Whoa. <laughs> For lunch. With a knife go, and fork. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Very strange. There's something weird about this. Yeah. yeah. And then, you know, it's, it's, it feels unnatural to uh, a weird throw day. it against a bus stop. <laughs> <laughs> I feel, yeah, if you're having a kebab in the day, I feel someone should come over and be like, and yourself would be like, ah, oh, no, I'm sorry, you shouldn't be. It's the sort of thing, if you, if you saw somebody eating a kebab in the day, you would ask if they were okay. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've done it, and when they ask you what you want on it, you go, oh, um, I think oh, cucumber, please, and a bit of garlic sauce. Feels, yeah, like Subway. feels unnatural. Yeah, 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 it's like having a Subway. You pick all of OG the good Subway. stuff rather than like, ah, oh, the chili, mate. Just yeah, chug it full of chili. Just loads of chilies and loads of chili sauce. Yeah. So is this what, so, right. Sorry that I'm making such a big deal out of this, but is this what Don Draper was drinking? Because it uh, tastes yes, lovely. It's like sweets. Who's You've Don, never had an old-fashioned before? Never. Never. Oh. From, from Mad Men. From Mad Men. Oh, right. He used to go, I, I fix probably, me an old-fashioned to his 11-year-old daughters. Probably could have guessed that. I had a drink once that was like an old-fashioned, but uh, slightly a, a variation on it. It was called a burnt inheritance. Oh. And uh, oh. it took them it took them 15 minutes to make <gasps> because they had to have a little smoke machine to smoke the... What? 
I thought, I thought that, that they were going to introduce it. So they, they have it. Yeah. And then I tell you what, smoke comes out and they kind of push it out in this little, no, little show. I had, I had it in Manchester. I was like, this is amazing. And I couldn't find the same drink anywhere else. Yeah. And uh, I was like, it was my favorite drink I've ever had. It was wonderful. Oh, wow. And then I was in um, the Voodoo Rooms with you yes. in Edinburgh. And yes. I ordered an old fashioned. Yeah. And the guy behind the bar said, do you know what goes really well in an old fashioned? And I went, what? And he went, walnut bitters. And I was like, oh, I'll try that. And then made it. And it was like, this is the drink that I this had is before. The yeah. 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 What are walnut bitters? So you've got so Angus they like egg nuggets. <laughs> 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 <was> disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so bitters oh is a god. Uh, oh like my a... pants are filled with egg nuggets. <laughs> 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 Absolutely just awful. Disgusting. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Sorry, go on. Uh, no, I was going to ask about when, when, we were talking about why well, you were talking. You guys were talking about eating uh, like a vegan stuff. Like if you go to a hotel, like and they have a hotel breakfast, do you? Can you ask them if they do a vegan thing? Or? Well, whenever I go to a hotel, and uh, um, what I once stayed in, uh, I was on tour, and I stayed in a hotel in uh, a hotel de van, and mm. um, you were on tour, and you stayed in a hotel de van. Yeah. What is a hotel de van? It's yeah. fucking. It's the sort of place that you stay, it, it and there's a bath in the middle of the room. Oh yeah, yeah. The, the one yeah, in Edinburgh is posh. The one in Edinburgh is a reformed. Uh, it's a it's a refurbished mental asylum. The one and in Edinburgh is fucking lovely. And it says it said like when when we checked in there, it said on um it wasn't my tour. I hasten to add that's why the hotel was so nice. Oh, who's uh, <laughs> it was Milton Chances. Oh right, fair right. I um yeah. uh, uh, when we were in, uh, in in this hotel, hotel de van, I asked if there was anything I could have, and then um they showed me what was on the cook breakfast and then i said oh well if the mushrooms and the tomatoes are not cooked in butter i'll have a plate of mushroom and tomatoes please and um uh, the guy was french uh, or had been told to put on a french accent and he went into the kitchen hotel divan and then he came back he came back and he just went you the hotel of wine (laughs) yeah the hotel of wine he went you cannot have it Uh, and then i had to go to um i had to go to boots <laughs> and get get a wrap. Um, um, what? That's a wrap. Yeah. What? So they. So, so you went from eating at the hotel de van, and your second choice was boots. <laughs> was boots. It was over the road. <laughs> there are, it was over over the road. There, oh, wow. So what a waste. I should have pronounced it boat. You get to the end of your life, and you'll go. How many wasted meals? That I mean, as a vegan, <laughs> a lot of them. <laughs> Almost all. What's think, the worst yeah. thing you've ever had to have because? You have to be vegan. Um, falafel, falafel can fuck off. Yeah. You've you had to have it a lot. I've been vegan for twelve years, which means uh, yeah, You've been falafel, a lot of falafel, falafel. Uh, falafel. I'm just sick yeah, of falafel. Yeah, but I'm. Oh, you're sick of falafel. Yeah. Right, okay, because there's I. I'm not a fan of falafel, and there's a place in Notting Hill called like the Falafel King or something like. Oh yeah. And, oh my God! It yeah. is the night. It's, it's not. Oh. I would eat there by choice. Do you have to call him Your Majesty? <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you ask if the king is in? We said the implication. I'd like to see the king, please. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a yeah. I guess it's I, now I've said it out loud. It's, it might not be called falafel king, but it's almost like you know. Uh, oh, it's, we want it to be as successful as Burger King. Yeah, <laughs> because uh, King is the part of that <laughs> branding <laughs> that is yeah. carrying. It went, it went, I'm here for the royal. <laughs> it, went, it, it went for Burger King. Why does it, it, it work, work for, for Falafel King? Should work, uh, should work for everything, shouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm the blowjob king. <laughs> <laughs> 
Egg nugget cake. <laughs> <laughs> um, would they be good or bad? I don't or know. Or queen. <laughs> or queen. Speaking of hotels, Masood. Yes. Uh, what, a, what a lovely link that was. Uh, that reminds me of uh, an unsolved unsolved murder from 1935 in Kansas City. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. The mystery of Roland T. Owen in room 1046. Ooh. Do you know about this, Suze? I know nothing about this. Do you this. know about it, Nick? What's this? Uh, uh, <laughs> <I wasn't. laughs> yeah. well, I came in here for a drink, and now I'm getting mysteries thrown at me. So, you came I'm, in I'm for still a... thinking about blowjob. Frankly, frankly, who wouldn't be? <laughs> I'm thinking about t-shirts. I'm thinking about mugs. I just Carry thought it was on. just a Mystery. weird. I just thought it was a weird title to give to myself. <laughs> yeah. Hey, anyway. baby, I'm the blowjob king. I'm the blowjob king. Hi. <laughs> Let me take this cock out of my mouth for a second. <laughs> Do you want us to reintroduce you? As the uh, hey, are you TV's the blowjob king? <laughs> yeah, I am the blowjob king. <laughs> or as I'm called, the goblin king. <laughs> Chatting up women going, every king needs a queen. I should not have taken a drink. Goblin. I've been goblin. Oh. <laughs> I've been goblin outside. Oh, I've been goblin in an alleyway. <laughs> and now uh, I'm here. I'm the goblin king. I'm sure my sooner uh, let you put flyers up. Yeah, yeah sure. <laughs> I need I need money. Yeah. <laughs> come come to the locked room in. Home of the blowjob king. <laughs> I'll put more than flyers up. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Can you pay my tab for me? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. The thing is, the thing is, every detective needs a Moriarty, and I, I want, I want, I want mine to be the Blowjob King. <laughs> the Blowjob King has struck again. <laughs> so, are you shaking your fist, throwing your hat oh. down to the ground? Blowjob King. <laughs> He's always one step ahead. <laughs> Oh, I think we officially have a spin-off show. I swear, oh, yeah, yeah. I, I swear I just got sucked off. <laughs> well, um, the uh, the mystery of uh, Ronald Owen in room ten forty six has got a lot to live up to, hasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I reckon, I, re- I, re- I reckon we put a pin in this blowjob king and come back to it later. Yeah, <laughs> it it could it could fit in. I think it could. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> so. At around 1.20pm on Wednesday the 2nd of January 1935, a neatly dressed man wearing a black overcoat checked in to the President Hotel in Kansas City under the name Roland T. Owen. Stipulating an interior room several floors up, uh, he asked what time breakfast was to be told that the egg nuggets were served at 7am. <laughs> <laughs> I must have egg nuggets. <laughs> that is crucial. Excuse me, um, do you serve egg nuggets? I can have them if they're not fried in butter. So, he... Uh, 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 he stipulated an interior room several floors up he looked to be anywhere between his late 20s and mid 30s he had a clo- cauliflower ear and a horizontal scar on the side of his head just above that ear he uh, he had no luggage uh, but he was nevertheless accompanied by a bellboy up to the 10th floor and room 1046 a what? a bellboy? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the uh, <laughs> <laughs> blowjob. the blowjob king sidekick <laughs> Blow- bellboy blowjob king and bellboy <laughs> <laughs> The <laughs> <A> man died. <laughs> the 
1046 was a small walk from the elevator, but uh, was it was just down the hallway from the stairwell. Uh, it was part of an inner row of rooms that looked down onto the hotel's own courtyard rather than out onto the street below. Uh, they entered the room, props turned on the light, uh, a closet to the right in the short entryway, bathroom to the left, uh, and beyond that, just a very small bedroom. A standard Stuck in hotel the middle room. With you. There was no bath in the middle of the room, unfortunately. It was, right, uh, yeah. it was more like, ah. think, think Premier Inn. Yeah. Incidentally, we were about to find a lot out about this hotel, and in the meantime, it has been bought by Hilton. <laughs> so oh. it, it is now a Hilton hotel. Mm. Uh, while he had no luggage, he removed three items from his pocket and he placed them above the sink in the ensuite. Black hairbrush, black comb and toothpaste. And that was it. Yeah. Um, uh, both men left the room at the same time. Black hairbrush, <clears throat> black comb black yeah, toothpaste. and toothpaste. Yeah, yeah. Charcoal no toothpaste. toothbrush. Yeah. Oh, he uses the hairbrush. <laughs> <laughs> he stretches his mouth He's got a very big mouth. <laughs> Maybe he's the blue. Very Charcoal. accommodating. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm getting hard just thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> later, <laughs> later that afternoon, after checking in, uh, the uh, uh, the cleaner, the maid, Mary Soaptic, went to the room to clean it, found it locked and had to be let in by Roland T. Owen. The shades were tightly drawn and the desk lamp provided the only light. She continued pottering about cleaning while Owen put on his coat and left and he asked her not to lock the door when she was finished because he was expecting a friend in a few moments. She returned to the room later at four o'clock with fresh towels and the door indeed was still unlocked and the room was still dark and she could see from the light in the hallway that Owen was lying across the bed fully dressed and she saw that he had written a note uh, on the desk which said, Don, I'll be back in 15 minutes, wait. The next morning, Soaptick returned to 10.46 at around 10.30am to clean it. She had to use a pass key to get in, assuming Owen was out, she did so, but Owen was again sitting in the dark. Uh, this means somebody else had locked the door from the outside, she said, because she had to use her passkey to get in. Mm. The telephone rang. Owen answered it. After a moment, uh, he said, no, Don, I'm not hungry. I just had breakfast. Egg nuggets, delicious. <laughs> <laughs> Mary finished up and took, up, took, uh, took with her the used towels. And when fresh towels arrived from the laundry again at four o'clock like the previous day, she returned to 1046 with a fresh shirt and she heard two men talking inside and not gently on the door. Do my own foley. Uh, a, rough, <laughs> a rough voice, which she didn't recognise as Owens, asked her who it was. And upon saying that she bought fresh towels, the same voice replied loudly that they didn't need any, which struck her as odd because she'd removed the towels. She knew that the room needed some. Uh, that day, a guest had checked into the room next door, said she could hear a man and a woman arguing loudly throughout the evening. Uh, the elevator clerk uh, corroborated this, by, uh, uh, but he put it down to a party which was happening in uh, a room on the same floor. A little before 11pm on this evening, Robert Lane, who worked for the Kansas City Water Department, he was driving along the parallel street from the hotel when he was flagged down by a man mistaking him for a taxi. He was wearing nothing... Not, no, it's not the blowjob king, before anybody... How can you mistake a man for a taxi? taxi. Well, yeah. it, it's not the weirdest thing in the story. Uh, he uh, was driving... Bearing in mind, this is January. He was driving along... Uh, oh, he hadn't had enough meat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Three days into the January and he was... Cauliflower ears. He was just yeah. confused. Everything was... Um, Everything was edible. <laughs> this, the man that flagged him down was wearing only trousers, shoes and an undershirt, despite it being January. Ooh, like Onslow. Wanting to oh. help. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's up-to-date reference. <laughs> like that. <laughs> Fucking, well, that's a reference, I haven't it? watched telly since 1994. Hiacinth. So. <laughs> <laughs> Onslow's parked in the driveway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, he'll shit all over my Virginias. I don't know about gardening or scripts. Uh, for Sorry, the, for Miss, carry on with the mystery. <laughs> 
Good. Oh yeah, no, it feels it, of all the episodes so far, the mystery feels most secondary to this one. <laughs> <laughs> this should be called egg nuggets on the rock. <laughs> uh, That's where they'd end up if I ate them on the beach. Yeah. Oh, so he was driving along and he he picked up uh, picked up this In man in your own time. Who was, <laughs> sorry, yeah, I'm holding this whole thing up, aren't I? Uh, <laughs> so wanting to uh, wanting to help the uh, uh, the underdressed man for January, Lane drove him somewhere so that he could get cap while he was driving him he noticed the man had a deep scratch on his left arm and appeared to be cupping his hands to catch blood from a wound elsewhere you look as if you had it bad he said to the man uh, for the man to reply I'll kill that bleep 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 tomorrow I'm not censoring myself but the newspapers of the 1930s were a lot more conservative so there's no way of knowing what he it's said it's probably like yeah. cad and bounder he could have said twat but that feels distinctly British it could have been prick uh, it could have been cunt um, oh, fuck face uh, it could have been bastard it was so, yeah. they were so draconian back then weren't they dick, dick, dick bastard. lord bastard I'm going yeah. to kill that bastard I'm going to kill that uh, blowjob <laughs> king <laughs> the man uh, the man thanked Lane when he jumped out of the car and he approached a taxi Lane drove off continued about his evening the next morning on Friday the 4th of January around 7am this is where it gets weird uh, the telephone operator of the hotel noticed that the phone in 1046 was off the hook and it was still off the hook about 15 minutes later with nobody using it so she sent a bellboy up to uh, tell the occupants <laughs> 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 it's an insult. So it's just an insult. The papers didn't. Listen up, bellboy. He's such a fucking bellboy. Oh, have you met him? He's a right bellboy. Yeah. yeah, it's good. <laughs> his name was uh, his name was Pike. Just in case you want to know. Prick. Uh, <laughs> uh, so he he, uh, he was set up uh, to check. Uh, there was a do not disturb sign was hanging on the door disturbed anyway by knocking loudly and there was no answer after a few attempts he heard a deep voice tell him to come in but the door was locked so he tried knocking again and this time the voice told him to turn on the lights but he couldn't get into the room so he shouted put the phone back on the hook and then he went back downstairs telling the operator that the guy was clearly drunk around 8.30 which would be about an hour and a half later the phone was still off the hook so a different bellboy Harold Pike went to investigate uh, the door was still locked so he used the passkey to let himself in indicating the door had been locked from the outside again apparently Pike could make out Owen lying on the bed naked apparently oh. drunk he saw that the phone stand had been knocked over and the phone was on the floor so he replaced the receiver in the stand locked the door behind him as he left and passing on what he had seen and that Owen was clearly drunk two hours later another operator reported that the phone was off the hook again so at 11am props the original bellboy who checked uh, Owen in returned to the room knocked for a while and then entered with his passkey but Owen was no longer on the bed according to props he said when I entered the room the man was within two feet from the door on his knees and elbows, holding his head in his hands. I noticed blood on his head. I turned the light on, replaced the phone receiver back on the hook. I looked around and I saw blood on the walls, blood on the bed, and blood oh. in the bathroom. This frightened me and I immediately left the room and went downstairs. <laughs> oh, hold up, hold up, hold up. Somebody hold up. call the police. Yeah. So he just doubles it and he's like, no, nothing's out of order here. Disgusting. Well, obviously, blood he went, everywhere. I think I think he was going to go and call the police. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, uh, so he went down, and th th there was even gonna, they even found blood on the ceiling. Um, like, I don't have so time for this. My egg props, are getting cold. <laughs> uh, props told his manager what had happened, and joined by another member of staff, they rushed back upstairs. But they could only open the door six inches because, in the meantime, Owen had collapsed on the other side. Oh, the police arrived. Why six inches? Because that's how big the, his knob was. <laughs> <laughs> he was just using his. To <laughs> open the door. The door. Well, yeah. And written yeah. in blood was "You will never be the blowjob okay. king." Yeah. You don't have to have a big dick to be a blowjob king. <laughs> Just <laughs> saying. Just a big mouth. <laughs> it's, your, it's all about your mouth. Just a big mouth, isn't right. it? Yeah. Um, Very true, little gag true. reflex, I suppose. Yeah. So uh, they'd struggle to open the door because he collapsed on the other side. The police yeah, but arrived. If you can open it six inches, then you can still squeeze around. 
But what? No, but yeah. if you open it six inches, it's like that's enough. He's only, a, to... he's only a man as well. If you push really hard, he'd... if you can open it six inches, that seems like you can open it all the way. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, he's leaning against it, so he's it's, collapsed. It's... You're yeah, picking up on this a lot more than you should. <laughs> Basically, in the meantime, he's just collapsed the other side. So of the six door. inches yeah. is a trigger for me. It's <laughs> <laughs> the first time I've really been in the room. It, it is really interesting that uh, 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 when we were saying that they could only open the door six inches, and he had to go. Well, that's quite a lot, actually. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually quite considerable. Six inches is fine. You could probably open the door the whole whole way. That's as wide as any man. open, right? Six inches. (laughs) You got me. You really got me, Chris. You don't need a big dick to be the blowjob king. (laughs) No, 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 no. It's great. It's great to be on your uh, show. Uh, Thanks. Thanks for for having me. The, uh, uh, The police arrived. And uh, they ascertained that he had uh, he'd been tortured because he'd been restrained with a cord around his neck, wrists and ankles and uh, knife wounds were on his chest. He was bleeding profusely because one of them had gone so deep as to puncture his lung. His skull was fractured, having been struck several times, and there were bruises on his neck indicating strangulation had been part of the torture. They removed the restraints and uh, Owen was asked if anyone had been in the room with him. Semi-conscious and struggling to talk, he answered nobody. Uh, He was alive! He was still alive! Still alive at this point. Asked how he had become so injured, he replied, I fell against the bathtub. Asked if he tried to kill himself while he was bound at the wrists and ankles, he replied no. And he fell unconscious when he was rushed to hospital. But what was utterly bizarre... He was tied up. (coughs) Yeah. And he says that... No one had been in the room with him. Oh. And he fell. And he, he fell and I fell against the bathtub. Now we're all uh, comedians who I assume have stayed in hotels mm-hmm. while working away. We've all got bored in hotels. <laughs> <laughs> How long was he there as well? Stuff. He was there like three days. Uh, yeah. t- uh, t- two nights. Two, uh, okay, uh, uh, two nights. If I'm there, if I'm in a hotel for like ten hours, I have three baths. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Mm. so maybe he was just sort of, of like Easy seeing whether over. he could. You have three baths in ten hours. Yeah, a hotel. Yeah. I, Why? I always have a bath. Just always. Because how nice. Yeah. Relax in a bath at a, a travel lodge. I, always have a bath. Can I can't it. imagine anything worse, actually. Bath or a bath in a travel lodge. That explains bath. a lot. I piss in the bath at travel lodges. <laughs> well, I wouldn't get in why? that. Are you, is the bath full or are you just in I'm, there? I'm standing empty. next to the bath. Why do you, why do you <laughs> pissing <laughs> into it? <laughs> and then I never touch the towels, right? <laughs> so that means that when they're cleaning, they come into the thing, they go, this has been unused. We're not going to bother cleaning, right? So but I've actually got piss all, all over, over the, the bath. bath. Yeah, but Why I didn't know that, that when I was really. having three. Come on, <laughs> it says a lot that I found that believable. Like I, yeah, he looked convincing. What is that? I piss in the bath. Look, come on, this man's not even just, dead yet. Just come on, I'm officially say I never pissed in a bath. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? 
Alright, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. The restraints were removed, and Owen was asked if anyone would be in the room with him. Uh, semi-conscious, struggling to talk, he answered nobody. Asked how he'd become so injured, he replied, I fell against the bathtub. Uh, asked if he tried to kill himself, he replied no, and then he fell unconscious and was rushed to the hospital. But what was utterly bizarre was that because of the blood having begun to dry, or in some cases dried completely, they were able to determine that Owen had been cut and stabbed hours before the first Ooh. bellboy even came up that morning uh, at 7am. Uh, so when... Uh, he knocked on the door and couldn't get in and they heard come in turn the light on that had already all happened to him uh, he slipped into a coma on the way to the hospital and he died a little after midnight oh awful yeah. awful a man's, a man's died when did this happen? Uh, 1935 that's uh, ah, funny now <laughs> 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 and, um, nothing nothing was found in the room uh, uh, that belonged to him not even his clothes or the hotel's own toiletries uh, the only things that were found were a hairpin a safety pin an unlit cigarette and a small unused bottle of sulfuric acid oh, Jesus. Uh, two water glasses from the hotel remained one on the shelf above the sink but one was in the sink missing a jagged shard from it uh, four fingerprints were found on the telephone stand which were most likely female um <clears throat> Owen had given his hometown when he checked into the hotel as Los Angeles, but no record of a Roland T. Owen living in Los Angeles was found. It was not his real name. Uh, his body lay at a funeral home uh, for a couple of days. Afterwards, many people viewed the body in the hope of making an identification. One of these people was Robert Lane, who identified him as the man he had driven on Thursday night, verified by the same scratches being on the arm. Um, they found that... Uh, a similar man had checked into a hotel, a different hotel previously. That's a coincidence, though, isn't a it? That's name. The, 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 the scratch on the arm. Well, no, the fact that he, the guy that picked him up and gave him a lift came into the funeral home to check out. That the, is a coincidence. Isn't that anywhere they estimate anywhere between fifty and three hundred people came to the funeral home. Oh, to why don't they identify know? I love, I love the idea of people just being like, "Oh, it's Thursday. What do you want to?" I've heard. Home and see if we recognise <laughs> yeah. anyone. Who's I've heard. Dead. I've, yeah, heard I've, I've heard. There's a. I've heard there's a dead body that they. Uh, they don't know who it is. Should we go and Should see we go, the go have a look? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, no, I don't know. Nah, it's pointless. Oh, well, this was disappointing. Yeah. Do you want to go get some egg nuggets? Yeah. All Fifty and three hundred between uh, fifty and three hundred. That's quite a, like, That's a huge difference. Yeah, if I had a gig and it's just like how many are in between fifty and three hundred, mm. just give us a number. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, well, how big is the room? Twenty-five seer. Well, no, no, there I was can't. Uh, <laughs> anywhere between eight and a thousand people. Yeah, there. <laughs> if Down it's fifty people, I'll do new material. If it's three hundred, I'll put my trousers on. <laughs> 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 Well, it found out that he'd used different pseudonyms around the town. One of them was Ooh. Eugene K. Scott. Uh, another one, apparently, was Cecil Werner. That sounds um, made up. What's your name? Cecil Werner. Yeah. Uh, uh, apparently, he uh, he told a wrestling promoter that he was Cecil Werner because he wanted to be uh, a wrestler. Oh, that is a terrible wrestling uh, name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And in the blue corner, Cecil Werner. No, I can't even the name The red corner, yeah. the blue corner. Yeah. against... Um, and fighting the blowjob king <laughs> is Cecil Werner. <laughs> Cecil, Cecil, Cecil. Blowjob, blowjob. Wait. <laughs> blowjob king sucks him off and, and he loses. This is obscene. It sounds like Wiener. <laughs> <laughs> um, what a matchup. 
What ends up getting really strange is is that uh, uh, they announced that a pauper's funeral would take place because they didn't know who he was, and then all of, and then an anonymous person rang up the funeral home and said, "We will pay," and then money, cash, just arrived wrapped in a newspaper to pay for the burial and the funeral. What? Yeah. Uh, and then as uh, and then and then there was a note as well in uh, someone sent flowers and there was a note on the flowers that said love forever Louise um, which everyone thinks is very important I don't um, yeah. then, uh, over 18 months later so this is towards the end of 1936 the story had been reprinted throughout the press and sensationalist mystery magazines including photographs of his body um, and because of that he was recognized by somebody in Birmingham Alabama uh, who had who said that he had not been seen of since he left his family to see the country in April of 1934, nine months before his death. Passing the photograph along to Ruby Ogletree, who had been seeking help in finding her lost son, Ruby was able to confirm her worst fears. He was her son, and she identified Roland T. Owen as, as such. His name was Artemis Ogletree, and what's more, his age was in fact nowhere near that that had been assumed, because uh, he had only been 17. What are we drinking now, Master? Uh, this is a rye Bloody Mary. Ah. Yes, made with whiskey as opposed to vodka, which is the traditional Bloody Mary uh, take everyone has. And this fits with the mystery better than any of the other ones you've made so far, far because yeah, yeah, yeah. Bloody Mary, blood. I've got to say, it's interesting having a whiskey Bloody Mary. I quite like it. But it's, it's very not. Nice. It's not like that different. It's clearly still a Bloody Mary. Yes. But, um, yeah. But it's nice. It's nice yeah, yeah. It's nice quite, quite I get quite, quite violent on whiskey. Oh, oh that's good to know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so back to the mystery. Yeah, have, we, have you finished the mystery? No, we. Well, he's There's a tiny extra little bit. Yeah, sixteen years ago, uh, uh, somebody rang uh, a, a library. Uh, I, I believe actually where the police records were kept. I don't know why. I don't think they just rang a library that was random. not just a random library. And said, "Hello, is this the library?" And they'd been going through. Uh, they'd been going through some belongings of um, somebody that had recently died, mm-hmm. and they found um, a box full of newspaper cuttings, contemporary newspaper cuttings about this mystery. Oh. More importantly, they found something in this box as well, something that was mentioned in all of the newspaper reports, but they didn't say who they were or what that thing was. That prompted them to open the case again. Ooh. So it periodically gets reopened and then it's always closed again because no one can work out what happened. And the reason for that is because there are too many clues. What? It's the opposite of a normal mystery where you think, oh, someone's overlooked something. It's just that there's so many things happening that... Everyone um, looks too much at things that yeah, they I think reckon. are... Yeah, I th- I think there are some things here that are just inconsequential. Like the, yeah. pe- the couple that arrived, oh, they had anything to do with it. No. Right. Um, uh, the Robert Lane, the ta- the mistaken taxi man. Yeah, well, he had to have something to do with it because it was clearly the bloke. I mean, I don't think Ogletree he, that he picked up. But I think that he didn't have anything to do specifically with the murder. No, 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 no. no. I think that he did. You reckon he did? Of course he did. Yeah, because he why uh, if he, if he picked someone up, gave him a lift. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then all of a sudden someone's died. Yeah. And they're in the, the morgue. And you pop in and go. And then oh, you yeah. pop in and go. Oh yeah, that's the guy I gave a lift to. Why? There's absolutely no reason for him to go into the funeral. No. There's also no reason for him to say anything. That's true. When he does go in. Maybe he's an yeah. idiot. A killer and an idiot. There's absolutely no reason for any of that, right? No. Mm. So, but I, the, I'm, 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 I'm inclined to believe that he genuinely gave him a lift. He could have... He gave him a lift and then he murdered him. With a shard of glass. Well, the thing that gets me is that... The, the blondie. <laughs> why, didn't he, um, why didn't the guy that got killed, why didn't he... I mean, he said like, he fell on, he, he hurt himself on the why didn't he? Why didn't he tell anybody what had happened, yeah? 
car. Well, there's a lot of things I'm eating that, celery. Don't, that don't make sense. In the words of Gwen Stefani, this shit is bananas. Yeah. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. It's one where like, um, it's like it's like a, a one size fits all. You can come up with lots of different theories. There's loads, like I'll, Some people think that he was uh, um, uh, involved in the mob and it was a mafia mm. hit. Yeah. Uh, and that's why there was a note on the on the desk that said Don and why he spoke to Don on the phone. So people right. mistook. Mafia Don. Yeah, Mafia Don for <clears throat> the name Don. Uh. Um, yeah, uh, uh, and that's why the funeral was paid for. Yeah, uh, of course. Shows up in a newspaper. Keeps people off the scent, I mm. guess. I don't know how, but probably does. But they, yeah, you see, the thing is, is they could, it could, like, they also have this sort of like honor thing, don't they? This code of honor. Yeah. And they could have just let him be buried in the have the pauper's funeral. It would have been fine. Yeah. But people yeah. were insistent on it being a. But you and see, I reckon the funny thing about the code of honor, though, is that it's the second they get the somebody comes up to them and goes, "Hey, uh, you want to rat on your friends and uh, we'll put you into hiding?" They're like, "Yeah, sure thing. Yeah, don't worry about it." They flip <laughs> faster than hamburgers in summer. It's, Henry uh, Hill. Yeah. Henry Hill had to live the rest of his life like a schmuck. Yeah. Eating. But he was 80s. Yeah, true. And the 30s. Oh, yeah, yeah, when yeah. All the ca- what? They're not... I don't know. If it was the mafia, you'd think that they would have done the job. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They wouldn't have left him they alive. They wouldn't have left him alive. They would have killed him. No, right, outright. I, uh, my theory is... Were the, they aiming to kill him, though? Well, this is it. My theory is the opposite. My theory is that he was trying to kill somebody, and that somebody... <gasps> got the better of him because he was sitting in the dark in a hotel room and he asked the mate to leave the door unlocked so that the person he was waiting for could presumably just walk in and therefore he could ambush them and kill them and I just think this other person got the better of him yeah Um, Yeah, which is why his words to Robert Lane when he got picked up said I'm going to kill that bastard tomorrow Mm. because uh, he'd failed and ended up being fatally wounded because mm. he was already wounded when he got in the car. So, wait, so he's like, I'm going to kill him tomorrow. I was like, how are you going to do it? I'll phone him up and invite him back into my house. Why did you come back? Let's the, do it again. No, no, no. no. <laughs> you, you're forgetting the timeline. Oh, yeah, He'd course, already yeah. was waiting for somebody in the hotel room of before course. any of that happened. That's true. Why yeah, was he yeah. naked? Oh, because he obviously got undressed to go to bed. And he was... Yeah. Un- but also, well, he, he'd lost some clothes... When he got Previously, picked up. Previously, when he got picked up. He was like, rubbish at yeah. everything he did. He was 17. This is, I think yeah. he was out of his depth and trying to... It does sound like it. It sounds like he was a rubbish... Yeah. He'd been employed by the mafia and gone like... Trying to prove himself. I'll fucking kill them for you, Mr. Jones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what mafia guys but, uh, but then also, because I think he got fucked up and then was out of his depth and then got killed, there was an element yeah. of guilt from the mob and they were like, hey, we liked him. <laughs> yeah. He was, he was a poor kid. He was a poor kid. Let's... Uh, <laughs> This kid had something. Love forever, Louise. It wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> it's poetic. Anonymous uh, Ogletree. He died the way he Well, this lived. is the other thing about it. This is, um, they, somebody tried to make out that he was still alive by writing to his mum even after he was dead. Oh. Yeah. Because she started getting letters that switched from being handwritten to typed when he oh, couldn't type. Right. And the tone had changed. Like, they were writing letters very differently from the way mm. he was writing. And he'd, like, gone to Europe or something. He'd gone they to Cairo. They said to they said to him, uh, her mum, when he was writing, they made out that he uh, uh, was still alive and had gone to Cairo, had lost his thumbs in so a he fight, so he couldn't, he couldn't type, type letters to her anymore. <laughs> <laughs> That's like a joke, isn't it? Sorry, mum, I lost my thumbs. Like, uh, we need to tie it. We need to tie I these off. Uh, so did you send? Did you send the letter to the mother? Yeah. What did you say? I said that he lost thumbs in the uh, fight and couldn't type her anymore. You idiot! Yeah. <laughs> talking about it. Ah. What if he was a werewolf? <laughs> and he would sort of like stopped himself. And he sort of himself himself like, I'm going to kill again. So he, <laughs> he tied himself him. up. And then he, he sort of struck, and somebody struck him as a werewolf. I'd like to... Yeah. Silver knife. 
I just that's how you kill werewolves. We've, we're saying all of these, all of these different theories, uh, and Jack's been sitting in the corner taking them all in. As soon as we mention werewolves, Jack's like, going, "Oh, that's possible." Ah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Nodding along, going, "Yeah, yeah, yeah I think so." Yeah, mm. uh, I think it's great. <laughs> that's the most viable. I think it's one. great for a bar to have a uh, sound engineer, podcast producer. Yeah, yes. podcast producer. <laughs> what happened to is why did they know there was a brush, a comb, and a toothpaste all black? Why did because they know about when this? the when the bellboy. Yeah. Checked him in and took him up to the room initially. Yeah. Um, he had no luggage, remember? But when he came in, he emptied his. He took out of his pocket. What the bell? Right. What old bellboy? Yeah. Keeping what? an eye just in case mm. he was an inn. Yeah. He thought he was going to get a tip. Or yeah. just oh, a tip. Yeah, but he hey, did. hello, <laughs> hello. Just do you think, a tip. Um, do you think? Do you think the best way? Do you think he he gave his best blowjobs while he was bound? Probably. Yeah, it, who wouldn't? Because he was a... bound to. <laughs> oh, um, so he he died. Yeah, um, he this is, a dead man. but this was another thing as well. But a lot of the theories are dark. He was part of an underground fighting ring, maybe. The other thing is, is that he was a. Uh, an underage male prostitute which a lot of people would pay good money for and that went wrong. that went awry yeah he, well um... no because he looked like he was 30 and also listeners <laughs> you can't see the picture of him but the picture of him made him look like um what's the best he looked like the kind of man who would sell you a vacuum cleaner hi you know I'll, I mean? I'll, if you don't like a vacuum cleaner I'm selling these pet monkeys out of the back of my van as well yeah yeah exactly sort of yeah. yeah yeah. he looked like a a, 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 a middle aged salesman mm. yeah my, I, had, I, had, I had a wild theory that was uh, I can't get to fit but I like I like the idea that he was just um, suffered from multiple personalities and all the conversations everybody heard Whoa. was him talking to himself Whoa. but the I one, like that. And, and then yeah but there's only one thing that blows that out the water and that is that the phone rang while the maid was there and he answered it and spoke to the the other Personal. the other guy on the phone <laughs> yeah. which is the, he might have been ringing it from his mobile in yeah, 1935 yeah I bet it was massive yeah. he had probably yeah. had to hide it in a drawer uh, we'll never know the answer we'll never know what happened to Diana we'll never know <laughs> yeah. if Diana's the next episode, real. <laughs> she is dead mm. she's dead we'll, just, we'll, never know the, we'll never know the answer to any of these things including the man on the moon uh, <laughs> moon landings no no that one we do know that definitely that, that definitely happened. happened, and uh, and this is this is this has wound me up. This oh, is properly. Okay. Well, I I can't I can't really help you there, Nick. But uh, yeah. I, I hope I, you enjoyed your no, drink. Uh, I feel like we've I thrown a good. new uh, a, a new theory into the mix. Yeah, I've not mm. seen when I researched the case. Well, that he's a werewolf. <laughs> yes, That's definitely not been said before. I think that um, he's a hundred percent a werewolf. I think that. Uh, it was something to do with the fact that um, he was not the victim. I think that he got bested mm. mm-hmm. and uh, he couldn't very well say, I was trying to kill someone, then they killed me. Yeah. Killed me. So that's that's what I that, that was my thing. Uh, there's got to be a reason why he didn't just instantly shop someone in when they came in. Yeah. So yeah. I think that it's got to be the fact that he was in the wrong and. Um, uh, yeah, and no. slightly delirious. In case he, he survived, was dying. in case he survived, he had to cover his own back. You can yeah. say I'm yeah. a hired killer. Yeah, and I'm just not very good at it. And yeah, this is embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's my first day. Yeah, <laughs> oh, and if, if like. I, my bosses are gonna like really not be happy with me. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they paid for his funeral, so um, yeah. so they so everyone wins in the end. <laughs> Maybe I, um, I have solved it. So Sue's going to play us out. I've solved it, and my salvation will be at the end of this song. Okay. Which is all about what's happened today. Cornbread and cocktails are a legitimate thing. Team them with egg nuggets, everyone. 
hello everybody to the BJ King and to the mystery of Roland T. Owen. Room 1066 was the home of Roland. He was eagerly expecting a friend. Later, a taxi was actually a man, but Roland T. Owen had met a nasty end. It turns out Roland was not his name. Roland T. Owen was a fucking fraud. He gave aliases round town, no two were the same. But his poor mom said his real name was Artemis Ogletree. And he was only 17. Cut to, oh my god, it's 2003. Fuck me, there were too many clues. It turned out this is an unsolvable mystery. The mob probably did this, but we don't know who. So I reckon I've solved this crime to the... To this dickhead who kept changing his name I've got it just in the nick of time Guys, Artemis Ogletree Was killed in a bollocks drinking game <laughs> Solved it, Amazing. you're welcome A bollocks, string a bollocks. A bollocks drinking game So what are you what are you up to, Nick? What do you what do you got uh, in the in the pipeline? I've got this podcast coming out. I'd yes. like to uh, just <laughs> we don't uh, know when. I'd like to uh, uh, maybe doing Edinburgh. I'm, I'm definitely well. What I'm, about your radio show with Nathaniel Macklaw? I yeah. do. I do my I do my radio show. I do, I've got nothing to plug. I'm not here oh. to promote. anything. Oh, you're just here for the fun of oh. it. I'm just here. <laughs> For fun, and sup on cocktails oh. and celery. Sup. By the look of it, and I did Just enjoy the celery. celery. I will have to charge you for that. <laughs> oh, I've got to say that the uh, cocktails have topped me up a little bit from last night, and I am <laughs> abs- I am a hundred percent feeling them. Oh, yeah, good. yeah. Good. Oh hooray! <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, well. Um, uh, thanks, thanks for coming thanks in. For coming Thank down. you for having me. Um, um, uh, all of my shows are on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much thanks for coming. Thanks for having Nick. me, guys. You're oh, it's an absolute oh, 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 guys, come back. guys, guys. Yeah. Uh, thanks for having me. Oh, oh you're, no, oh. you're welcome. Thank you so yeah, much for coming really down. Here. Sorry that I didn't help you uh, complete that crime. No, we're sorry. We're Completing. sorry. <laughs> we're sorry that uh, we didn't solve it for you. Yeah. But uh, I, I really like this bar that you've got here. Oh, <laughs> you. you're, you're, you're coming back, that's for sure. Thanks. Um, oh. uh, wait, can I use the toilets? Uh, yes, you can. As Oh, you've got the bill, right? Or is this going to be on? Add it to my tab. Yeah, about that. Are you going to? Uh, eventually, yeah, yeah. Hey, no, you know I'm good for it. I don't think you are. You know I'm good for <laughs> I, it. I don't, I don't think I actually know you outside of you <laughs> drinking at this bar. Well, that's because you never ask. It's, what do you do for a, for a job outside of this? Well, I'm a comedian, aren't I? All right. <laughs> yeah, I'll add it to the tab. Don't worry about it. That's, I'll, I'll put it on the tab. You'll pay that later. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, thanks very much for listening, everybody. You can find us on all of the... 
Usual places. Usual places. Yeah. Instagram, Twitters. Do people these... listen to podcasts on Instagram? Yeah, they do. They can in watch one them. minute. Long one minute. Uh, yeah, so they can like watch a snippet of us laughing and go, <laughs> that looks like a lot of fun. They're laughing. Maybe I will too. Uh, yes, you can find us on all that. Uh, thanks very much. Thanks very much for coming in, Nick. And thank you very much, Suze, Chris. You're welcome. Thank you, man. Absolute Suze. bloody pleasure. Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye. Thank Bye. you. Bye. 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 Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.